Welcome to The Floating Experiment. I'm your host, Kim Kogani, and this podcast is meant to be a moment of pause in your busy day. Get comfy, take a deep breath, and let's go to the show. Hey everyone, today I want to talk about floating into motivation. So things have been a bit chaotic for me lately. Um, I found my dream townhouse and I moved. And then during my move, I started a new freelance job. So in the midst of all of this chaos, a lot of feelings have been coming up. Um, And I want to start off by saying that Your actions do not define your worth. So just let that soak in for a moment. Your actions do not define your worth. Meaning what you do doesn't have any weight on how good of a person you are. They're just things that you're doing. And so going back to what's been happening with me during all of this chaos. That was the month of April, um, moving, starting this new job, especially starting a new job after I hadn't been working for a bit since closing my jewelry company. I got really swept up in the current of doing. I felt like I was so busy. I had all these things to do. I was drowning and I just didn't really take the time to care for myself and listen to what my feelings were saying. Um, and, you know, I started to really sit with what what is happening and why why am I finding myself at the end of the day laying in bed watching HGTV again? And that's kind of where I got to. I had all of these things that I wanted to do, you know, like my yoga practice is really important to me. I wanted to record the podcast. I wanted to explore, you know, different ideas for starting new work projects. I wanted to read. I wanted to take my dog out on a walk. I wanted to do all these things. And yet I, my body felt tired day in and day out and All I could do was really just watch TV. And finally, um, I started to think about what is, what is holding me back and why, why do I not feel motivated to act on these desires that I have? And what I came to was that it's not necessarily about finding the motivation to do something. It's more about releasing the resistance to that action that's holding us back. So for me, we'll use um, this podcast as an example. I've been wanting to record and share for, you know, a month, like during the move. And I just couldn't bring myself to grab the microphone and sit down. And if you think about it, it's relatively easy. I open up my laptop, I pull out the microphone you know, takes a couple of minutes to set everything up and then I sit down and record. And why, you know, if it's so easy, why did I not want to do it? Why was my body feeling heavy, you know? And part of it was that I felt like I didn't have anything to say. Um, 
I mean, I had a lot to say. There was a lot going on. And I started to think about, okay, like, what am I afraid of? What is it about setting up my podcast equipment that scares me? And what is holding me back from doing this thing that I really desire? And what came up was that I was afraid to share myself because I wasn't in a great place. And I wanted to show up to this having all the answers and, you know, um, knowing exactly what I wanted to say and saying things that are motivating and inspiring. And I just didn't feel like that version of myself. And so I sat with that and, you know, really sat with that fear of what happens if I don't show up perfectly polished or unhelpful or all of these different stories that I had. And once I faced that fear, I realized that the goal of my podcast in the beginning was never to be perfect or to be helpful. It was simply to share what's going on with me and offer offer some kindness and, you know, a moment of pause for anyone who chooses to listen. And once I remembered that motivation, that desire, the fear started to wash away a little bit and you know, I didn't pressure myself. I wasn't like, you know, you're a terrible person if you don't do this. Or a lot of the things that I say to myself um, have to do with consistency. So if I don't show up at the same day, you know, at the same time to do something, then I'm a flake or, you know, it's Kim. She has these dreams and but she's not doing the things to get there. And none of that is true. The truth was that I was afraid to show up. I didn't have a lack of motivation. I wasn't being lazy. I was avoiding something that I was afraid of. And instinctually, my body and my brain were trying to keep me safe. I know that sounds silly, but it's it's the truth. I was afraid of showing up to the podcast and the microphone. And, you know, my my brain and my body were simply trying to give me signals and redirect me because... That's what they're wired to do to keep me safe. Um, Anyway, so I've just been like really trying to shift my perspective in general and looking at what fears and worries are keeping me where I'm at. And am I truly unmotivated? No, I came to the conclusion that I do not lack motivation. I don't think anyone lacks motivation we all have different fears and worries that are keeping us from what we desire. And it's a really important step to sit with and name what's holding us back and thinking about why are we, why are we in this place? Why are we remaining right here and not moving towards what we want? And once you can sit with that and face it, you might, you might start to see a little bit of flow and a shift and some movement happening. And so I invite you to think of something that you desire and write down all of the fears and worries you might have if you were to act on that desire and just see what comes up. You might be surprised. 
The other part of motivation that I think is really interesting once we once we face our fears and we're ready to kind of act on those desires um, are how we act on those. And I love to think about goal setting and intention setting. And I think that goals and intentions are great tools to help us move forward. And to me, there are two parts of goal setting. The first is the actual like creating of the goal and then completing it and, you know, accomplishing the thing that you want to accomplish. The other half of it is that goals and intentions are about keeping promises to yourself. So when you're thinking about goals, think about how do you want to keep this promise to yourself? What intention are you showing up to these goals with? It can be a healing practice. Um, So I'm taking this writing class and it's so much fun. I've been really enjoying just free writing and being in community with other people whose goal is to write more. And this past week of class was about goal setting and intention setting. And we showed up to class with our goals and I ended up sharing a bit of my goal setting process. And one of the women in the class um, shared that, you know, for her, it's, it's not about the big dreams. Like she, she's not in a place where she even allows herself to have these, you know, big expansive dreams, which, which struck me because I'm completely the opposite. I'll, I love to dream about like, what's the biggest, most crazy thing that I can try and work towards. Um, and for her, she, she said that she appreciated my method of goal setting and that her intention was to prove to herself that she can show up and accomplish these promises that she's making and uphold these promises and build this relationship with herself. So her goals were, were going to be smaller things like maybe showing up every day and writing for 10 minutes and setting a timer or, you know, opening up a writing book and reading for five minutes. And I just thought that was so interesting that setting goals are about making those promises to yourself and to that inner child you and showing your inner child that you are there for them no matter what. And I work really hard to to show my inner child that I'm there for her and that you know, it's really important to me to not disappoint her. Do I always show up in the best way? No, but I've promised to her that I will always do my best with what I'm given in that moment. So I'd like to invite you to create one small promise to yourself this week. And how can you fulfill that with love for yourself and for your inner child and just infuse love into whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's, you know, cleaning out your pantry or organizing your laundry room, whatever it is, how can you show up and do that task or complete that goal as an act of love 
for both yourself and your inner child. So I'll leave you with that today. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could share it with a friend, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or subscribe on Spotify or Apple. These are all invitations, of course, so if none of that feels good to you, that's okay. I appreciate you taking the time to just listen to what I have to say, and you know, all of those things would be helpful as I'm learning and sharing and trying to get the word out about this new endeavor. So thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me, you can go to thefloatingexperiment.com and at the floating experiment on Instagram. May you embrace a new way of being and invite that sensation of floating into your life. Until next time, take care.